start recording. Hello, welcome to Us War Game. I'm your host, Rob. Uh, it's the Age of Sigma Monday show, but we've separated this out a little bit differently as a video and as a podcast, um, so that um, if you didn't want to listen to what we just did previously, you can kind of just tune into this bit. So me and James played at the weekend. Nathan and Dan weren't playing at the weekend, but we played at an Age of Sigma 3.3 tournament, which means we used the Galette Veterans Battle Pack. So that's the mm. new GHB, which was released from Games Workshop, which was cool. Uh, we did do mixed doubles, so it wasn't just flat 2,000 points one-on-one. Uh, but actually, James, I don't know if this is true for you as it is for me, I actually felt that it was a lot more collaborative, and I learned a lot from the weekend. Yeah, I think I think uh, when you when you read a book, so like we do on the show, probably is a good example. Like when we sit here and we discuss a book, as like those leaks came out or as the book came out, those sorts of things. Like you discuss a book and you talk about things, and you just you know we talked about battle plans, we talked about grand strategies, and that helps. Mm -hmm. But then I think sometimes then you get to a table and you're like, oh, I think I read that wrong, or like I think when you look at a, a board, you're like, oh, I thought that was easy and now it's not as an example uh so i think like being able to read um like the battle plans and the grand the battle plans the grand strategies and the battle tactics like as a team was re really useful and also the event was super social right so there was some hilarious points where i'd be like oh let's do this or and then you're uh, allies like oh, i think that's impossible and then it ended up in a couple of my games just being a discussion of the table of like i'm pretty sure there's nothing achievable here let's all get them out and have a look yeah and i think that's helpful too like yeah it's cool. a learning experience yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like, yeah, yeah. like my my uh my game on the sunday morning was actually really really excellent so i was playing tom from the 40k show uh i was playing donal they were on a team together and i was playing with uh mr intern matt and we were playing together. Um, uh, we were playing together as a little team, which was really fun, and I really enjoyed it. Um, but what was best was it just felt really collaborative. We were just putting stuff together um, as a as a group. Now I don't want to like beat around the bush too much, so I'll just get really quickly to the point. Having played Age of Sigmar since it came out, and Warhammer Fantasy about before, played Horus Heresy uh, like a pretty high level, and also 40k a pretty medium level. Um, I would say that I've like played quite a bit of these games. James also plays a bunch of different game systems, including MCP and as many uh, rounds of Wings. Uh, is he able to do? I think that's right. Is it wings? wingspan? Wingspan nailed it. Thank great you, game. Wingspan, great, great game. game, great life. Uh, so yeah. we played, uh, but Nathan and Dan also, obviously, haven't played lots of Warhammer before as well. Since the start of Age of Sigma, also can chip in with this lot as well. But I'm just going to put a point out. I think this is easily the most, um, uh, like I said, really, pretty plainly, I can't form the words. I would say that this is the most difficult version of Age of Sigma to get into ever mm -hmm. with this battle pack for a tournament that's important mm. right now mm. it is super fair to say that you don't have to use any of the rules when you play Age sigma and you can just make them up and you can play narrative play and open play and all those other things but at a tournament they almost always use a battle pack and that battle pack mm. is normally a ghb really simple really easy and the best thing about tournaments is not the battle pack ever yeah dan best thing about tournaments is in your opinion the people the games i agreed nathan your thoughts? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hanging out with uh, people, chatting whilst you push little guys around. Yeah, and James, your thoughts? Yeah, almost, almost always the people. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the dice rolls. 
Okay, all right. Okay, fair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Uh, right. So I, I personally think, having played it this weekend, like and playing at a pretty regularly high level, uh, that, that this game is this battle pack is deeply complicated for no real reason. In my opinion, no real reason. It's deeply complicated. So the thing I'd like to discuss today uh, and the thing that I'm going to do, but I'd like to discuss with you three is I'd like to discuss us making a battle pack. So that would be a set of battle Mm. tactics that you could play with at an event that's just really easy. So local gaming groups, local Mm. stores. Um, you know, like even tournaments of a, the biggest scale ever. Like, you know, like if you wanted to use the battle pack for a hundred person event, whatever you wanted to do, as long as you tell us that you're using it, that's just really simple and it's really easy so that people who just want to go, have a couple of beers, play their already very complicated armies, can just be like, mm. so wait, there's eight objectives. You're like, yeah, like, and I just got to get them. And you're like, yeah, you're like, Phew. Thank God, because I don't yeah. know what holy within 12 inches means. So there's a lot <laughs> to learn. Yeah. <laughs> the sort of I, people I think... who say, sorry, Dan, after you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just wanted to jump in and be like, I think that this actually fit is a very, very important thing um, for, like, if you, where the, uh, a game lives and dies is new players. As much as we can sit here and talk about uh, all of these like in-depth tactical things and people playing each other competitively, the hobby dies if it doesn't have a constant influx of new people. That's just how any like community works, right? Like if it isolates itself, it dies. That's ninety-nine percent of the time how it works. Uh, the thing about AOS that used to be awesome, and I'm talking like GHB one kind of area. If you had someone interested or a new player. It was a very small thing of rules that they had to learn and then a handful of additional rules to go into the competitive scene. Now, every addition, more rules, more complexity, more layering to the complexity of the game gets added, which makes it an exponentially harder step for someone who's never played it before to step into the game. Uh, And so effectively, imagine you were playing a a video game for the first time, like a free MMO that then is going to ask you to pay down the line. If it doesn't have a good entry level and tutorial and, and program in that regard, you're not going to stick around. Like, it gets so good, most people don't make it to so good because they're defeated by the start. And that's what this is. This is an onboarding. It's a process. It's so people who haven't uh, it started with the game the way we all have and worked up into it can come from zero and go to hero. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Nathan, you start, You you were there at the start of Age of Sigmar and, and you've seen its progression. Uh, over the yeah. course, and you, but Nathan has got an amazing track record. Nathan just won a huge team event called Brotherhood here in the UK <laughs> with his team. Uh, also came uh, second in in the team event. I was a member of his team as well. It was great, as well as many yeah. other accolades to his name as a player. Um, but Nathan, I would still, even though all of that's true, and I think that your on tabletop acumen is is the very highest in the world. Um, I would say that you are more interested in having fun on the tabletop than you are more interested in getting super techy and crunchy. I think that seems fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Want some nice stories to happen. <laughs> Don't we all? So, uh, since Age of Sigmar launched, how do you feel about this version of Age of Sigmar uh, and through all of its versions uh, that we've had at the moment? Yeah, obviously, uh, I would agree with Dan um, highlighting the fact that the simpler rule set um, is more inviting for new players. Mm-hmm. Um which which is an important part of any game, like he says. Um, and 
just because they're simple doesn't mean to say that there's no depth in the game. Mm. I think I think there's always been um, a fair amount of depth in the game, even when it was just four pages of rules. So I agree. Um, so yeah, having more rules uh, is not 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 a reason for it to be um, a more tactical game or anything like that. Uh, in my opinion, and yeah, sometimes, uh, sometimes, yeah, it's it, even for someone like me that has got all the other editions in the back of my brain somewhere. Um, it can be a little bit off-putting when you see how much you still have to take into account. Um, I'm looking forward to playing with this edition, but yeah, I. Yeah, I do, I do feel a little bit sad that there is what seems to be unneeded complexity in in some of it. Maybe a few too many layers. I okay. I think the the th- like to to jump on what Nathan said there. The thing that I find sad is that where and I I worked in a Warhammer store. Uh, I worked when the first GHB came out and competitive became big and we started doing all of that. Um, and it was so like watching people engage and begin with the game was actually awesome to watch because it was like you'd see that like they'd or they'd be people who hadn't played in a very long time who would come they'd pick it up and be like oh and very quickly they got the concept of the rules and then you introduce them to the general's handbook and it wasn't an overwhelming amount of information so very because the core of it was simple. Keep it simple, stupid. The complexity came in the creativity of the player. Now, there's absolutely the game has to develop. Every time they release a new edition, if they don't add new features, new content, then people will get bored. But it, there is something to be said for now. You couldn't just bring someone in and be like, let's do Age of Sigma. You'd like, okay, so we need a day for you to learn the rules so that you can start playing tactically. Um, and And so I think that having... Uh, an onboarding, a tutorial. That's what what it's missing right now. Okay, good. Yeah. So, uh, uh, James, uh, just finally, just to cut to you, like you obviously play a bunch of different games at the minute. Thanks to Chris for resubscribing, um, and, and and he is correct. What is difficult is building a purple sun. I agree. <laughs> oh, the worst. The worst. Every time anyone talks about it, I just think, oh, building that was the worst thing ever. I found a three D print <laughs> file for it today. Looks nice. terrible. Also, dog balls wow. are basically like round and spiky. Just get one of those at like two pounds. Anyway, side note. Um, okay, so you play a bunch of honestly. Games. I didn't have I didn't have a problem building mine. I, I thought it actually went together quite smoothly. I don't know what you're complaining about. I do not agree. But sure. <laughs> uh, James, you play you play other game systems, specifically MCP. Uh, but I know like you've looked at some other stuff as well. Uh, you played like a bunch of Wild West games and some of the smaller, more indie games in that. How do you feel about the onboarding is for those smaller games versus this particular game as in its current state, especially as you played with all of those rules this weekend, you and I both? What do you think? Give me, give me some uh, deep thoughts. Well, I think it's really interesting and I'm going to not digress too much because... There's a chance that you digress this later in the week, I'm sure. But like the same point as I got into the car on, I think Friday to drive uh, up to Nottingham for the event. Um, uh, Atomic Mass Games, who are the people that make Marvel, uh, have just given the entire rule system a complete overhaul as well. Okay, great. Uh, so that game, that game for anyone that doesn't know, uh, plays with cards. So you have a team of ten characters. All the rules are on the cards. And then the missions are all on a piece of card. 
so they get added when new character packs come out um, and then you have as 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 an example i guess is the closest as you're like artifacts command abilities additions battalions instead you have a bunch of cards you hold in your hand 10 in a list five in a game um and those are there to give a high level of play i guess um and so what they've decided to do with the game is to rewrite that completely uh, by banning cards so when all those cards have come out there's a little tiny logo in the bottom right corner which i'd never paid any attention to somewhere yeah. like a spider-man head thor's hammer whatever and they're now doing like a rotation so some will go out some will come in and it was interesting to look at like how theirs worked and how and i haven't paid a huge amount of attention because i was playing sigma all weekend but it's interesting to see that that theirs is like here's all this stuff that already existed our solution to change the meta is to remove some rules yeah and games uh, but leave some that you already know okay um, and then the flip is that games workshop was to they keep their core rules so in a similar way but like rewrite other rules and, and i add think, more on and then add more on and i think for me the the most interesting part is that as some as someone that has played war games board games tabletop since i think i was like eight you can read a rule book and be like okay i kind of get this okay this seems more complicated okay do i have the time to invest to fully understand this yeah okay see now and go on oh i was just gonna say but on the flip for years i've always like i used to have a friend that ran a games workshop i used to run the demo games I did some work for Wild West Exodus about three, four years ago where I went to uh, gaming conventions and ran their event tables uh, and ran events at like local gaming stores to teach people to play. And I think like picking up the new General's Handbook, I was like, I'd never take this to teach anyone. Okay. Okay. Seems fair. I, I think that's a really good comparison. I remember doing teaching people Age of Sigma back when it was the four page rules and i know it's more than that but even when it then went from four to like the nine page rules i remember pe teaching people the game and it was really smooth it was a, it was a very very logical smooth system to introduce people to the game and i actually had the same experience the first time i played mcp it was just myself two other mates we had we bought like a box and some stuff and all we did was follow the fold out bit of paper that has the rules on it like i think it was two a4 sites we literally followed that and then we were like oh that's it oh that's right okay yeah the get that's the game and then we just played and it was awesome and i think that there is there's some there's, there's a really big thing for being able to love it because then very quickly we were like okay i want more mcp i want to i want more complexity now that i seek out rather than you need complexity to play the game okay so just to be clear, I had a great mm. weekend. Yeah, the the level mm. of techie and crunchy that the rules are for this version of Age of Sigmar sings to me like a songstress in a deep ocean, and I am on a small paddle boat. I am rowing my hearty lungs out uh, towards her, but um, she will betray me, uh, and it will be terrible. Right? The the uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, uh, the I like it. I think it's really great. The the Galette Battle Pack. I think it's designed mm. specifically for people like me. Um, mm. Like, there's some really fun stuff, especially the last battle plan we played, James, which I thought was great. Where you activate the uh, you activate yeah, that one's cool. 
that one's cool, right? You activate the objectives, and then you can proving ground stuff. Then you've got galley vets grabbing stuff. So you're doing, you're doing bounty hunt. Go on, James. Uh, no, I, I, I think you're right. And if anyone has played games like In Their Garden, maybe at another event this weekend, but I think probably most people wouldn't have been that crazy like to try and host an event with a book that came out the same day. Um, <laughs> I, I think for me, like one of the really interesting parts of that one was, like as I was playing that, I was like, this is great. But can you imagine playing that like game two, second game you've ever played, and being like, oh, I have to activate an objective. Oh, but I'm going second, so I activate an objective. Oh, then I choose a proving ground. Oh, what order does that come in? Hang on. Let me get my rule book to remember how I activate. Mm. Yeah. Uh, General's handbook. Oh, let me get my core rules to find out what happens when I go second. Yeah. Oh, at what point actually, in the game do you decide who controls an objective? Yeah. Because like that isn't even actually like put in. It's core Battleshock rules. then scoring. Yeah. Like, and you're just like, where are we? Right. Um, which I think is uh, yeah. So I think it's it's complicated, right, James? Yeah. I I think like great battle plan, super tactical. Whoever wrote it, obviously, I think in that one, whether the same person writes all of them, because they're very different. Some of them, I think. Yeah. Um, but like that one, whoever wrote it, I think actually put like a load of time and care into thinking about how that interaction of picking an objective and a proving ground and not having mm. to choose a proving ground worked mm. in the sense of a tactical play. But I'm, I, I think as a, like a, if, if I, if Age of Sigma was the first game I'd ever played and I rolled that one to play and read it, I think I would re-roll. Mm. I think that's, that's my I, point, I guess. I think that's fair. Okay. So, um, so what, what our discussion is now with that prefix or state. So yeah, I, I think that the battle plan currently for Age of Sigma is great. I'm really excited about playing it. There's some super janky stuff. There's some chaotic fucking things and it's like ticking a million boxes for me. Right. But you know, like I put an army down in three months time, having practiced the Galette battle pack a lot versus someone who's just come in uh, to Age of Sigma or not even just coming to the Age of Sigma is a casual player. Right, but and let's also remember that because of COVID, most people haven't been competing in tournaments. Like yeah, so, there's there's a, a lot fair. of people who, when we say like casual, there are people who probably are tournament gamers who want to get back into it, but haven't for a while. So jumping back into one of the grand slams can be really confronting. Yeah, I I think that seems fair. I think that seems fair. I would I would argue though that there's like a very big gulf between the casual gamer you know, your dad, mum, or whoever who doesn't have a lot of time and can't commit to practicing stuff like this versus mm. your plays every tournament every weekend gamer mm. who do have the time and that golf will become particularly vast in this battle pack. So mm. with that in mind, with that in mind, I'd like to introduce the casual gamers battle pack. Yeah? It's meant to be just like, okay, like you just you just say, hey, we're doing a casual gamers battle pack. You're like, okay, cool. Like, I know what stuff that, like, that's fine. So it's not going to be as complicated. It's not as difficult. It's free. Like, we're just going to make it up. We're going to, like, we'll work out stuff. We'll take some community feedback on it. We'll, and we'll just do a casual gamers battle pack. So if you want to run an event using that, it's super simple. We're going to, well, after this discussion tonight, sometime this week, I'm going to write it all out. We'll host it on theonestwargamer.com. We'll mention that it's out again. And we'll probably keep it going for a long time. Because then it's just mm. a really easy way of just being like, because everything you said about Age of Sigmar is true. It's got a little bit more complicated. Mm. It's a lot more everything. But you want something that I think runs parallel, parallel enough 
to current Age of Sigmar, like you're using the current Battle Tome, you're using the current FAQs, something that's similar enough that you can just be like, okay, I understand why Daughters of Cain are good in this art, like because yeah, you're talking mm. about Galicians and stuff, but like I played the other day and I had to, I had to kill that Mega Boss and I just couldn't do it. It was too tough. Yeah, like you know, you're on the same page because honestly, in my opinion, the split, the people that are more orientated towards a um, a casual pack is like ninety percent of the audience mm. versus ten percent who love how fucking techy the Galician pack is. In my opinion. Yeah. I'm willing well, to hear just, if you think something different. No, I think it's just a, it's a numbers game. If you think about it, how many people, when they go to an event, sit down and go through every chunk of the battle pack and then go, okay, how do I build a list that counters what other people are bringing? Like, how do I do this inside of that? How many people look at that? And how many people glance at it, have a quick read through and go like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. So that's what we're doing. Rad, can't wait. This is what I want. And I would say that that, like, it's a, pretty stark comparison i'd say the majority of people aren't going to to finesse the game they're going to play the game okay nathan any thoughts on yeah. that no yeah uh so far yeah uh, i think there's definitely a place for a, a simpler battle plan for casual games um and yeah uh, i'm quite interested to play the galician stuff um, yeah it's great man it's great yeah yeah I'm sure it'll be. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a hoot, but it can be off-putting for, for people. Definitely. Honestly, wicked fun, completely mental. Okay, mm. all right. So let's start. Let's start right at the top, shall we? Let's talk about building your armies. Yeah. Would you, in a simplified battle pack, would you include, would you include grand strategies, or would you not include grand strategies? Yes, I would. Okay, uh, Nathan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'd be, I'd be tempted not to bother so much, uh, especially if the casual games are just like a one-off. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, it's just another layer that uh, I know it, it can decide a game, but um, I think at the casual level, I'd, if the game's that close, then there's no harm in it being a draw. Okay. All right, fair enough. Uh, so you think Grand Strategy's in? No, I'm, I'd, I'm, uh, I'm all for making it simpler and not having the Grand Strategy. Okay, yeah. And then James, what about you? Are, are we talking the current ones in or our own ones in? I'm talking about any. But if you want to be like, should we do just book battle, like uh, Grand Strategies or... Uh, like book battle tactics, like you know, like your choice. Like, tell me what you think. No, I think I'm grand grand strategies out. Okay, perfect. Keeping it easy, grand strategies. See, the only no. reason I would say grand strategies in, I would say battle tactics out. And the reason I would say grand strategies in is it because it gives you your overall army objective while you're playing turn to turn on the table. That's the only reason I would say that. Like, whether it's like keep your battle line alive or do something like that it's just it just if we're talking casual it just gives you that little of something beyond what's on the table that's all but uh but i can also see for simplifying it I'd, you'd lose it in a heartbeat too yeah the thing is quite often the grand strategies you forget about them <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suddenly last true. turn you think ah oh, shit i was supposed to be keeping these dudes to doing something <laughs> and then <laughs> and meanwhile they're over there oh bugger it and then you go to 
mess about trying to get make that happen or else uh it's too late and it's not never going to happen so um it, it, I think it's, um, and I think that happens a fair bit. I can see that in a, quite a few of my mm-hmm. games. My opponent is in the same boat, um, particularly at the beginning of the edition. I was in that boat where I'd, I'd totally forgotten about the grand strategy until it was the last turn, and sometimes only remembered when we were totaling the score. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, did I do that thing? Yeah, oh, shit, I did. yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. I wonder, I wonder whether you would be able to remember it if you weren't picking a battle tactic every round. You know, like if if you were limiting the amount of of demand on yeah. your CPU. You know, the, yeah. yeah, there is a chance, but I mean, it's because it's something that generally only happens at the end of the game. Mm. Uh, I think it's one that can be forgotten. Whereas the battle tactics, you are things that you're doing turn by turn, so. Yeah, uh, they're going to be fresh in your brain. So it's like choosing a secondary for every round, uh, for every turn, basically. Uh, yeah, remember those ones where you had to do something in like turn four and mm. it, like control the terrain piece in turn four or do yeah. some. Yeah, those were mad because yeah, hard. Like I would have. I mean, obviously, I don't have any stat- statistical information on that but i just felt like most of the time most of the people forgot about doing those things and then it was like Mm -hmm. what happened in turn four was that guy stood anywhere near that piece of terrain and then you'd both looking at each other like yeah maybe no and then but a lot of those secondaries were ones where people would just be like uh i can't remember and and if it was not a game that like in a tournament that wasn't for the top tables they'd just be like uh, I don't know, mate. Just say you got your secondaries, and they'd be like, "Yeah, fine." And you got all of yours. Tick, tick. Tick, tick. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't want that sort of situation. So. Yeah. I, and I agree with you. All right. So to weigh in, because I'll I'll throw in my ten cents at the end after you guys have mm. talked, because uh, I've come to, with this with a bunch of thoughts in my head. Uh, I I would mm. just uh, throw grand strategies out the window. I think they're superfluous. Mm. I don't think they add anything to the overarching story. They add something like what happens is, as Nathan said, you kind of get to the end. And you're like, oh, and you kept that alive. Well done. And this, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, and that really isn't how stories are told, right? Like, and I don't think it's part mm. of the the three hour journey that you really have with someone on the True. tabletop. And I don't think you're playing it at a level, keeping it in the back of your head. You're so focused on casting a spell or keeping something within twelve inches that I don't think you care mm. that much. I personally think that they shouldn't be in grand strategies i think that that's kind of like a core element um Mm. of it um so that would be my first point of call uh but again we've all had a discussion about that second up would be uh battle tactics now um i'll prefix this one with my thoughts on it and then you guys can kind of round robin and see how you think now i know that battle tactics seem like a lot and i and i specifically i would be talking about writing our own battle tactics i would think Mm. things like uh, kill the general, kill the king, easy, thumb, mm. yeah, like, uh, <laughs> kill a battle line unit, you're like, cool, yeah. kill a monster, cool, yeah, like, go and yeah. invade a piece of terrain, like, yeah. okay, like, really crystal clear, easy to understand objectives that, like, that just aren't overly complex, I think the current ones are very, very complex, um, mm. those seem fine, and the reason that I'm very pro them And I think Battle Tactics is some of the best stuff they've ever done for any of their game Mm. systems, in my opinion. 
is because it gives you so many stories every game. <gasps> Do you remember when yeah. I rolled the two six-ups on the saves so you didn't kill my general and then you didn't get the battle tactic, yeah? Or, like, I made the crazy charge. with Like, I've only got a grot left, yeah? But you've only got two wounds left. I've got mm. a hit. I've got a wound. You've got to fail both your saves. But I kill the king. Huge and, story. But... But then the flip side, the decision to not do that, to be like, fuck, I've got, a, I've got an opportunity to kill his general, but that's worthless to me this turn. And if I do that, I have a battle tactic that I can't score because his general's already dead. You know, like if you've picked a different battle tactic, like mm. I'm just saying it, it goes both ways. It's not only the huge plays where it comes off, it then like lets you think about the other stuff as well, where you're like, I can, I can kill Alariel. And then you're like, wait a minute. No, I can't because I want to score that next turn. Like, it's, it, it leads you into that thinking. I, it's also just really simple. And again, for casual gamers, it's something that they can really understand. They've moved some dudes around. They're probably losing the game horrifically. And maybe they don't see that. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> right? But they've said to themselves, like, they, they'll walk away. Mm. They'll walk away. Because if they're not putting the time in to learn the rules or get reps in to practice, mm. which is completely fair because they're busy, they don't have time. They don't have the inclination. Whatever the reasoning is, they're just like, like I'm, I remember years ago, someone just YOLO'd like a Lariel at me turn one when I was playing with my Chaos Dwarves. And they like took off 10 Fireglaives. And I was like, okay, now my 70 will shoot you in my turn. There wasn't even a prio coming up. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't yeah. even a prio. They were just like, <laughs> I've killed those 10. And I'm like, but for what? At what cost? Like, what was this? Yeah, they just took all their toys off. And like, and and when you have people going into a game like that, thinking mm. that way, you really need to give them something that's like, that they walk away from it being like, I played a game and I had a great time. I really feel like that's mm. the game designer's role is to give those mm. people like access to fun, um, in my opinion. So I would keep out tactics. James, I know you're currently uh, losing bits of your model. Uh, but what? Your... <laughs> it's not even mine. It's Meg. So if she's right. watching. I'm going to be in trouble. Okay. So what? Are you, what are you thinking? Uh, I keep them. I like them. I, I really like battle tactics. And obviously at the weekend, um, we use the new ones. Mm -hmm. um, and I, th I really like battle tactics because I think it gives you an achievement every turn. And I think at this point in the generation or century or whatever you want to call where we are um what if if nothing else uh computer games and running apps and anything like that we use have taught us that we like badges and achievements because people yeah. are obsessed with them right that's and i true. feel like almost like about tactics and achievement each turn like you can lose a game like at events now you'll heal people and they're like well i went zero five but i got 25 battle tactics whatever what what the actually yeah. is it yeah, 25. 25 battle tactics. I lost yeah. every game, but I got 25 battle got tactics. Yeah. And it's almost like 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 Pokemon badges. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. Like, like, especially Not in a battle parts. pack, you could be like the person who achieves the most kill the kings yeah. gets the gets the slayed the king. Gets a slayed, crown. Yeah, yeah, gets a little crown. crown, yeah, or, or whatever. Right? You could make um, it really easy, yeah. But but I think casually mm. you want ones that are like clear. Like, yes. like, yeah. like you're saying. So you want like, pick a hero, forget the general. Pick a, pick an opponent's hero. If they did this turn, 
you get a you get your two points. Yeah. Have have like I think some of some of the games workshop ones mm. have like good basis. So barge through or whatever now. Like yeah. have two units in your opponent's deployment. Mm-hmm. Done. Like easy. <coughs> easy to read, easy to understand. Both of you can achieve it. There's no like, oh well. You can You've both get counterplay to try and stop yeah. them achieving it as well. Yeah. yeah, or I can like wiggle in the way or I can try and stop them getting into my deployment because I know they've got that one of eight left. But I think like that one's fairly easy. I'd sod all the ones where you control terrain because like mm. I still think then you have to go back to a look and be like, how do I control terrain? Do I stand within an inch? Do I is stand the, within three? But, but the thing about... The thing I don't like about the terrain stuff is unless your board is mirror reversed identical on both sides, it will just naturally, the terrain won't be equal between players. I, I also think... Mine always to, is. To, 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 <laughs> but in, always in a casual think... game. I mean in a casual game. True, like in, a, in, a, in a high level competitive game, it absolutely should be. In a casual game, it almost never will be. Really I, I also think events really are really inconsistent. Event terrain is super inconsistent. Agreed. Like for all game systems, like I've never been to an event and been like, "All oh, this terrain is really good." Like very, f- very few so times. Rude. I've been Where to yours. This weekend? I've been to yours, <laughs> but like very rarely was what I should have said. Do you go to an event and you're like, "All oh, this terrain's great." Like your yeah. boards match. They're symmetrical, and like I try really hard at home. Like I think I post my Marvel boards, and like I've played quite a bit of Marvel now at about. Mm out and about and i quite often go and i'm like my tables at home look better yeah i think that's true and, and that's cool because i put a load of effort in because i care yeah. but then i think when when you then are like the terrain matters like on uh the new battle um tactics there's that one where it's like uh defecate it's not defecate on some terrain it's like control a piece of terrain that's partially or wholly within mm. your opponent's territory and i was like well if it's partially and you go to like one of the events that's using the old fantasy terrain where it's that mm. giant skull head thing <laughs> like, yeah. it only has to be on the board to be in everyone's terrain <laughs> and so i think that's that's the other problem i think like it needs to be really basic like getting your opponent's starting area let's just call it that Get in your opponent's starting like, area. Kill a hero. Pick so a if, unit and kill it. Doesn't need a keyword. Just pick a unit and kill it. That sort of stuff. But yeah, I'm for them because I think they're achievements. In-game achievements, and I'm for that. If if there, it was the plan, though, to put those in, what I would then ask is you have five. You don't have it because the thing is, right, think about like when you've got a list of more than the amount of turns you have. What you end up doing is going like, oh, have I done that? What's these? Okay, like, and they end up sifting through. If you had a list and you're like, I have five and I have five turns. So I need to choose these in an order that I think I can complete them. It makes it e- like the reduced choice and the limitation makes it easier rather than when, because they're like, it, you, otherwise you are paralyzed by indecision. When you've got too many options, it's harder to make a choice than when you only have a few. And my example would be anyone who used to go to a blockbuster looking for a DVD. If you knew what you wanted and it was out, you could pretty easily pick something else. But if you just went in with no idea what you wanted to watch, you'd walk around for like an hour trying to pick it. How many people have done that on Netflix? Like gone to Netflix and been like, ah, I don't know what I want to watch. 
Whereas if it was like, we have three shows today on Netflix, you better believe it would be easy to pick one of those three. Yeah, I think that's fair. Nathan, what are your, what are your thoughts about Tactics, bro? Uh, yeah, uh, I I do like him. Uh, I wasn't particularly sold in the beginning, but yeah, having the little secondaries uh, or battle tactics each turn is, has turned out to be something, yeah, I quite enjoy. Um uh, I do think um, I, having had a look at the new ones and not played them, I do think they're 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 quite a nice set of battle tactics, but they are a bit wordy trying to figure it out. But once you you know you've run through it, then I think they're okay, uh, and they're a good selection. Uh, but I would agree, yeah, if you're going to do um like a simplified beginners or casual gamers one you just want some very simply worded ones uh and yeah that can still be a bit challenging but not uh challenging to understand what you have to do basically um uh limiting them to five i'm not 100 percent sure on that because just because some army just it will depend a bit sometimes on army composition mm. so um like kill a monster uh sometimes your opponent won't bring a monster so that sort of thing so maybe there should be a little bit of leeway on that i don't know but yeah i definitely think there should uh yeah i would like to see battle tactics in or secondaries I agree. Yeah. Right? Like, like, uh, and uh, I think it's uh, thanks to B Dubs for donating three hundred bits to the show. I think uh, actually they're the very best thing that they've ever done, um, other than taking Mo's system and using all of those objectives that we go and score all the time, which I think is great. Like, I love that. Yeah. I think that's great. Um, okay, so no grand strats uh, and battle tactics feels feels like a good call in my opinion, but obviously open to conversation still. Just where we're at. Um, custom battle tactics I and think, oh yeah is, custom battle yeah. tactics and again like season to season like that i think that's going to be someone else's complaint right like and a fair complaint hey i'm a super busy person i'm about to learn like like i i this week like so i'm waiting until the the world's event is over uh this weekend then next week i'm going to sit down and i'm going to audio record all of the battle tactics with what mm. they what they are so I know the name. So when I do coverage of the next Age of Sigmar event, which I think will be Summer Slaughter over in the US, I know what they are. Someone's going to be like, I'm doing eye for eye. And I'm like, okay, last turn they killed a unit. They have to kill a unit. They have to elect a unit that they're going to kill. That's what eye for an eye is. Like, I've got to know that at immediate recall. Yeah? Mm, Go on, James. You just have to kill a unit. No, you have to elect the unit you're going to kill. No. Okay, well there we go. See, like, like there we go. Right? No, it's a really that's a really weird one. It's have a unit. What's the one where you have to elect turn. the unit you're going to kill? Is it the one with uh, the that's general? That's the one where you like. No, that's the one where it's like kill a unit, hold more objectives. Mm. Okay. Pick the unit. Yes, which isn't barge through. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which uh, is barge um... throughs have two units in their territory. There you go. Yeah, why did they change the name of Savage Spearhead? Because <laughs> we're not. It's a new realm. Baby. It's a new also, realm, baby. I like barge through because all it makes me think of is the little barge from Rosie and Jim. Doesn't sound that. Doesn't sound that aggressive. Uh, all right. So paint a picture of a barge for you if that's what you want to think about. But change the fucking name did Nathan just say he was going to paint for me yeah, I think so that's nice of him um, yeah so you want something that I think you want paint something that's consistent is my point right like if you're playing mm -hmm. if you're like one year you're playing kill the king and then the next year 
you go to a tournament. You only play one tournament a year, let's say, of all crazy things, mm-hmm. yeah, or whatever. And the next year, you're like, okay, cool. What are the battle tactics? You're like, it's the same. Just kill the king. You're like, oh, I know kill the king. I did kill the king last year. I get it. Like, that's easy, right? Yeah. Like, it's the same. I think that's the thing you want to be consistent about. Someone might be like, that's quite boring. And I'm like, I recognize that if you play a tournament, at, like if you do like three TTS games to practice for your tournament you play every weekend, mm. I bet that that would eventually get like a bit on the nose. Yep. But I reckon you play one game every month to three months and then your one tournament is every six months. I reckon it's fine. Like, yeah. I reckon that you'll be okay personally um okay all right good so next up is how do you feel about like generic artifacts or even artifacts or uh like okay oh no actually i skipped one sorry battalions okay writing like building your army lists into battalions all right dan yeah you, you got one jump me in no i was saying no like the idea, like again, the idea is that this is casual, right? Yeah. Like you could, I'm coming at this from the perspective of you could pretty much put together an army and show up with having barely read the pack and play the game, like right? Like it's it's fun. It doesn't require too much like heavy pre planning. I think there are multiple battalions that are released in white dwarfs in this in that in all of it i would either say that you either go one or two ways you just don't have them or you only have the core book battalions um and i think that honestly ditching it it's fun it's easy you don't need to think about it mm-hmm. okay uh nathan what are your thoughts yeah um they're obviously um, um quite a big part of the normal game that we play uh definitely would um not complicate things by introducing new battalions or separate battalions or like the hunters and the conquerors battalions and stuff like that yeah. uh maybe just playing a couple of the core ones uh wouldn't be a bad idea i mean it is nice to get extra artifacts and things but uh i guess it's a case of uh i'm not not particularly fussed either way. I think in a casual game you could probably get get away without without using the battalions. Yeah, well, James, what are your thoughts? Yeah. yeah, I think I I hilariously I was kind of when we started was all for keeping and maybe making some basic ones, mm. and then after I thought, well, what do they give me? So they give me one drop. I don't want that in casual play. Yeah, like I don't think it's fun if you understand this writing better than your opponent. Mm-hmm. So I don't want that one. So I, I'm like, oh, I've removed that one. Then I was like, oh, what else do I get? I was like, oh, I get that one where I get to like run yeah. or charge for free <laughs> one game. And then I was like, oh, I don't remember that one. So that can go. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I'm just going for an artifact. And I was yeah. like, do I want to pick six artifacts when I play once a month? Also, no. So no, I'm out. They're mm-hmm. out. They're gone. Yeah. I think for me, like casual, just push them to the side. I think old old War Scroll battalions that used to exist that used to give you like narrative stuff for your army that made mm. them have rules, maybe I'd have kept. But I think what we see as War Scroll battalions now are like a more complex part of the game that add some complexity to the game that I don't think you need. Not to have a nice time. I agree. 
like I think I think the the frustration of writing a list and then you mm. then say to yourself and okay how does this how does this fit in like you know it's a shopping cart right you're on war scroll builder you write in your list and you go okay I want this I want that okay I know I'm only like general like structures I can only have six heroes okay fine I can only have four monsters no problem I can only have like do you know what I mean I've only got 2000 points that's easy mm. right yeah that's good but then I build my list and I think oh I've got to take this one unit out because I want to be in the one drop battalion. Oh, like it's just a lot of faff. And there'll be a bunch of people who don't even do that. Yeah. And they'll just be like, whatever. Um, and I personally think that the battalions is just complexity for no real reason. And actually talking about it at a competitive level, as I know Aldam is talking about it as well. The one drop battalion is genuinely like fucking uh, like it is awful game design for the game. Mm. Um, because it all it does is it gives ha- like everyone will be like oh it makes makes me be able to be a slightly lower drop and I'm like but it gives the haves who are building a one drop like all of the lists have mm. been one drops like they've been one drops or close enough to one drop the lists that yeah. have done well like unsurprisingly um, and so with it, with some notable exceptions of course so I just it's... think go on done oh I was I was just also gonna say like on the back of that it brings back a fun little mini game at the start of like, oh, how many units do you have? Oh, I've got 12. Oh, I've got seven. Okay, cool. You know, like it's like when you're thinking about lowering drops from your army, it means lower units rather than, okay, so I take this, I put it in this battalion to make it a one drop. I do this. Like it, it actually creates a little engagement at the start. So you still have a level of complexity to list writing, but it's not... It's a very simple, entry-level, easy-to-do level of complexity to your list writing, rather than what it is in competitive Warhammer at the moment. Yeah. And then and then following up with that, because it's been brought up in the chat, which I think is a good one, you should just roll off for the first turn. Because that, that, makes, that makes it even more confusing. Like, so you can't build well <laughs> into it. Maybe. I'm saying maybe you should build, roll off in the first turn. I think that's good. Um, just, just roll off. Just, in the just in the like, core rules, yeah. wasn't there the rule that we rolled off for first turn? So in yes, and that's been in it since Age of Sigmar one actually. But, yeah. But the GHB mm. and battle packs have always amended that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's like, in the scenarios, isn't it? The guy that finishes or the person that finishes deploying first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess hundred percent. So I personally would just just have roll off and no battalions, but that's that's on that one. Um, roll and off I, and the, whoever finished dropping first gets plus one. Sure, you know, like that kind of thing. Sure, yeah. like that could be. That's pretty simple, right? Like that's not too complicated. If you roll if you, off, fastest drop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoever deployed first gets plus one. Yeah, is it like fastest? Like you got your models down. Yeah. Come on, kid. Let's go. Wins it evens. Doesn't doesn't get plus one. Just wins evens. Okay, just wins evens. All right, fair enough. Just get how, down. how exciting would that be? Two minute deployment. <laughs> um, okay, so fuck, 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 fuck. So so far, it feels like it's no battalions. It feels like it's no battalions, no grand strats with battle tactics that are much simpler. That seems like already like a much cleaner, simpler, casual game, in my opinion. Um, I'm really them... excited to play that game already. Yeah, <laughs> no, and and my follow up is 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 like is I really think you could have a very simple set of missions. I really do. Like, when there are 12 missions and you're like, okay, this is the burn one. Is this burn within six or this burn within one inch? 
like which one is the burn one okay hold on which one this one is hold two is it like like i love that i i quite like the hold one hold two hold more it's easy simple doesn't fuck about like it's a real simple one um but how would nathan how would you approach the missions what would your thoughts be on the missions yeah uh, uh so you're doing the battle pack with the idea that it could be used in a tournament is that right pardon me yes in a you, tournament. yeah yeah so you do want to have at least five or six missions so because otherwise i was going to suggest you just had three but uh yeah go for six nice and easy ones i think some of them have been around in in pretty much some form in most of the editions agreed like border war or whatever the hell it, you know those sort of ones so you know those sort of yeah just keep those in and then other ones where you've had um issues with them kick throw those in the bin chuck them in the sea so ones where only heroes can score it but only if they've moved and not retreated and if they move <laughs> off of it and then all of this bullshit yeah no thank you to that I can't believe we've played that before. I can't believe we've played like, sorry, no, you've teleported onto the objective. No, you didn't move on, so it's not yours. Sorry, you have excuse to win me. the combat there. He was already there. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> like... Uh, and actually, he was there. Now he's run into that corner. But because he was the last one to move on it, he still controls it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think, uh, like, <laughs> like, I think you just make a very, I think you can just make a very simple, uh, like five or six missions, and the, and they they just write themselves, right? My question is two mm. things because I think this all the time, right? Like I know why Games Workshop do it. Games Workshop are like this, they're like this battle plan, completely different. Eight objectives, burn them, completely different. You're like, how's it different? Like deployment, slightly different. And you're like, mm, but like, aren't these the yeah? <laughs> <laughs> like, like I think you could just do that. Like, if you wanted variety, again, casual gamers don't play enough that they need variety. But if you did need variety, you could just rotate uh, deployments. Mm. And also, can we get rid of deployments where you're not like you show a square on a map, and then you're like, okay, cool, I'm going to put my models out, and someone's like, no, 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 no. You're nine inches away from this point in this radial circle. And you're like, what? Like, you're like, but yeah, it's... Just give me the 11. I'm in the red, I'm in the red area. Like, no, the red area is not where you deploy. That's your territory. And you're like, what the fuck are you saying to me with your mouth? Yeah, shut up. Right? Like, <laughs> like just, just pick a color, deploy. I, I'm in blue. All right, I'm in these three squares. Thumbs up. Let's go home. Would you add any special rules to the missions? Like, I'm not really talking about burning stuff, because I think that's quite cool and really easy, fairly simple to understand. I'm talking about, like, you can't deep strike, or um, on a roll of a 2d6, every battle round, the objective moves up your ass and out your eye. Like, uh, would you add anything like that, or would you would you keep them off? See, I was going to say, no, we don't add any of that. And then you said the objective moving up my ass. <laughs> and I thought, I He's really like I really like shifted objectives. Oh. I, had, I think well, you were after Greasy Goblin. Well, that's the one. Uh, I once played that and it was moved on a six and a one. Yeah. And we rolled 15 sixes or ones. It bounced around the board. 
and went back to where it started. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great story. But no, like it, it was fun, but I know it triggered everyone. So and I also think it's quite it was always quite complex to try and be like, oh, this one's insane. Yeah. So that, I think you're better off without them. Just get people to understand like core mechanics of fighting over a barrel of gold like yeah. you would have in real life and days of your or probably today, really, for a barrel of gold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like I'll, I'll, I'll at least give you a slap, James, for a barrel of gold. I wouldn't yeah. fight you any more than that because I love you, but like I'd at least fucking flick you in the eye. Um, okay, so special rules, Nathan. Where are we at with special rules? Yeah, I'm also for giving James a spanking uh, <laughs> with a paddle. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a barrel of gold, sure, we'll take that as well. The, uh, uh, yeah, nice, simple, clear objectives i'm in yeah and territories yeah you can either you if you really yeah just across the board nice simple straight lines yeah one way if you really want you can do battle for the pass i'm not that fussed but i fucking love battle for the pass but uh yeah not the Go not for the little yeah, yeah not none of fucking, that no no zigzag lines please all curves yeah yeah, yeah, like none of that. <laughs> like, just get that in the. Bin. Oh, this is for casual players. Yeah, th- those are for the them high highfalutin uh, <laughs> people that you got coming down the weekend. They want to fight around squiggly lines. Yeah, they're like, oh, your squiggly yeah, lines yeah. slightly different. Okay, so battle yeah. plans simplified. Deployment zones just are deployment zones. Like, <laughs> it's the most frustrating yeah. thing. Like, they stopped putting it in the actual picture. Because the yeah. graphic, because the graphic designer must be like, they must be like, okay, I need you to draw these red zones. The graphic designer must be like, fuck off. I know. Sorry, I'm you only on want... like twenty two grand a year, and I'm already overworked. I'd like fuck off. I'm not doing you it. You want a red square? Piss <laughs> right off, sir. Have you seen the housing market? I'm too stressed for this. <laughs> you can have four red squares, and you can like it. That's what you can do. You can. Uh, I'll give you dots and lines. Like we'd love it if you'd shade inside of there. No, fuck you. Okay, all uh, right. Dots and lines. Is there any chance you could tell me where? Like, like, could you just? <laughs> you know the battle plan this weekend, Nathan. I don't. You haven't played it, so you know old. Um, oh God. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, the eight <laughs> objectives. What was the old battle plan it was called? Uh, was scorched it? Earth. Whatever. The old Scorched yeah. Earth. Which, yeah, which became Power Struggle, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Changed but, the name a hundred times. Okay, yeah. so do you know how far in on a 44 by 60 they are? Like, Oh, yeah, because it's eight now, isn't it? So it's yeah. just not in, the, in those things. It's not in those things, no. So, so it's 60... Uh, and how so there's four, so it's five, so uh, 12 inches. No, is that right? Yeah, absolutely wrong. Me, it took me, Donald, Tom, Donald, Tom, much smarter than I am. Yeah, it took all of us and Matt a long time. The first one is seven and a half inches in, and then each one of them is 15 oh, yeah. inches. Yeah. Each one is then 15 inches from that, and 11, I, like, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> Either way, we ended up like having a fucking row for like five minutes where we were like, what is this? Um, why don't they draw it on the map? Like, like, just say. Like, how hard is that to draw? One extra yeah. bit of line. I know it's ink you don't want to pay for, but please, just do it. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> it's really tough, that one, if you haven't measured it. Okay, so simplified battle plans. 
um, with lines on to denote where objectives are. Seems easy. Um, uh, like um, and coloured deployment zones. Huh? And coloured deployment zones. Like everything as obvious and simple. So you like you look at it. You're like, that's there. This is where I am. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Do you know what else? Just like the same deployment zone for every map. You think? Yeah, maybe. Just make life easy. Maybe like, just probably two. Probably what? Six? six uh, you can have a couple of different... Two two types of deployments in then. But I mean, like, there's probably only the same one, really. The red box changes side, but your deployment area is basically the same. Or it's this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that there is clearly a deployment... Uh, like on, a couple of missions. With... Oh, sorry. <laughs> There we go. I love, that, I love that there's a couple of deployment zones that were created by someone playing that old school game Snake, and then they realized that like their cursor was following it, and they like had some kind of software running in the background. They're like, "Oh, I just drew that. Just a really fucked up. Ah, it'll do. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's that's going to be a thing. Let's make that a thing." Yeah. I'm sure people all love to measure that out with their dice every game. Oh my god, <laughs> I know. Um, all right, okay. So simplified battle plans, lovely, nice, easy deployments. Maybe no, no even extra special rules on them because you're already trying to remember what battle tactics you're doing, which is plenty. And and honestly, the number of people that still are, like like <laughs> like we make it really obvious at the TSN Arena and most games, thanks to James and his rings. Um, you're like my guys should be on those rings, like. The game has really changed in the past three years because you'd be like, I probably should move my fellas towards this circle that's quite clearly not meant to be on the board. Whereas Nathan, do you remember back in the day, people were like, I didn't even go near the objective. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> do you remember? Oh, I can remember people charging off of objectives. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Because <laughs> in those, yeah, back in those days, you had to stay on them to control them. So Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. um, so uh, <laughs> I think you'd l still remembering a lot holding objectives. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, so then uh, I think the final question is uh, really simply because you keep the priority role because it's a core element of the game and, and you would not be playing Age of Sigmar if you weren't playing with the priority role. Again, the reason I love battle tactics is why I love the priority role. Um, and I'm sure some people say it's not really friendly to casual gamers, but I disagree pretty immeasurably because, like, sure, you can learn to be better with it, but they're also terrible at all elements of it, so it doesn't matter. Just let them roll dice and complain. If it wasn't for the priority roll out of one, I'm like, no, it's the game state said something completely different, but that's fine. Yeah, you've always got that in the bag as a as an emotional burden. Or an emo not emotional burden, an emotional kind of get-out clause for your ego on that game, right? Um, like I haven't played this game in six months, so I expect to do very well at this tournament this weekend. Good luck to me. <laughs> at the end, oh, if it wasn't for the priority roll, I'd have done great. You're like, you, I agree with you. Uh, sure. I agree. Yeah, yeah great. Uh, my final thoughts are: uh, Would you? Would you? Would thou? Would thouest? Um, uh, allow like generic items and artifacts from the core book, um, which kind of can yes. change the shape of the game a little bit. But allows for a lot of like diversity and creativity. So Dan, you're going for yes. Why? Why? Yes. Why not? Uh, so I'm going for yes because everyone will get one. Uh, like because there's no battalions, there's no way to get more than one artifact. Um, and so, and I think like giving, like we were talking about people making stories, giving your hero like one hero, one magical item. Fine, great. I like it. 
I really enjoy it. I think it's it's a good way to do it. Uh, and I think it's not... Yes, it can lead to some broken things, but largely in a casual game like that, letting people have the, give their hero the magic sword, the magic armor, the magic book, whatever, I think that's totally fine. Okay, good. Nathan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think for casual games, it's fine for people to take the ones, the generic ones. Uh, or, yeah, if they don't feel any of the ones in their books are up, up. Up to the job, then at least they've got those to fall back on. But yeah, casual gaming. They, the generic ones are fairly simple, so yeah, I don't have a problem with them. Okay, uh, I'd rather of... not see them in 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 proper competitive Warhammer. But fuck, that's not going to happen. So there you go. I think that's fair. <laughs> uh, what, what do you think, James? I'm the arse here then, because I I'm no like I think generally like the. If you pick an army because you like the army, in an ideal world, uh, there should be one that you like. I've earlier said, like, you only get one. Yeah. So I think, like, you just take one from your book that's narrative. We bin off all the extra ones because then you need more books. Uh, and we just say, pick something from your book, mate. That'll right. do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I agree. I personally think. Um... Uh, I personally think maybe no. Um, although I do like the idea of like you know someone being like, I want my Chaos Lord on Karkadrak. That's not specific. I haven't been looking at what wizards in Safe of Darkness. I would make Kabbalists wizards. <laughs> ignore, ignore what I just said. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but say you want your Chaos Sorcerer Lord, your Chaos Lord on Karkadrak to be a wizard and have a magical book or a magical hat, Nathan or whatever he, he may be. Like it's fun mm. narrative, I guess. And and maybe those casual players know well enough that being a wizard is a good thing. So I'll be a wizard or whatever. Um, uh, and your opponent probably doesn't like. They won't have the system mastery to understand that you're like, oh, you've you've made that good. I think maybe the the threat of some of the terrible terms that people make like min oh you've min maxed that you've gone and done that you've taken a book that's made you better uh, which is true that's what someone's done um maybe it avoids that to some degree um like but i think i'm i think i don't care about it i actually think it's more of a problem at top end gaming where mm. you end up imbalancing the game for no particular reason you give utility to armies that are designed not to have utility at a top end, which if we hope the game designers to design the game to work as a rock, paper, scissors, uh, you know, lizard, Spock, um, Vulcan kind of mechanic, uh, then I feel it's more problematic there. I think it's, I think giving players a little more options at the lower end is actually quite fun because they're like, oh, fun. Like, I'd even give them two artifacts. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You could be like, you could take two artifacts and they just be like, oh, yay. Like this guy, I've got this guy who's got a like a big sword, and this guy's got a thing. You're like, yes, like you know, do you know what I mean? Like something just really yeah. easy, because they'll be super happy about the fact that one guy's got a cool hat and one's got a cool sword. They'll love that, right? Um, in my opinion, uh, but like uh, Nathan, <laughs> am I being too? No, I agree. Cool hats and swords. Obviously, he's still stuck on the swords meaning thing, so that's fine by me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> Good. I appreciate that. Uh, all right. <laughs> so I think we've done okay there, right? Like I think that's something I could I could I can run a first draft with. 
I think. Yeah. Uh, do you think there's yeah. anything? Do you think there's anything I might have missed out? Anything I've not thought about? Like, um, obviously, you could do scenery rules. Um, I think an easy one is just to say all scenery you can't stand on. That's such mm. an easy like done. Can't stand on any scenery. Yeah. That's it. Why? Because it's magic and scary. Oh, you mean like balance on it? But you can go and stand in the woods, or are you saying no? No. No, no say, cover. Yeah, no, no. Just be like. Well, I mean, you can get yeah. cover if you're standing within an inch behind a piece of scenery. That is still a rule. That is still a rule, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and is there a website that hobby players might record the results? Yeah, Saber Hagen. I'm sure you could do it on Milkari.com. Would be a really good place uh, to do that if you've ever been. Milkari is a uh, a narrative website for recording your games that you play with your friends at home, or even play at tournaments. Uh, you can pledge your allegiance to a specific. Uh, fat overlord um, and you rec- record your games which is super fun I plan to try and uh, put my games on although it's a doubles tournament and do that uh, tomorrow it's kind of a goal um, you could add obscuring and impassable tags for scenery I guess I just like uh, thank you Juju Morrow uh, for subscribing for the first time I like just having impassable terrain I think it makes better games uh, mm. but like I know people like but I, it doesn't make any sense my my rat would hide inside this piece of terrain and you're like and there's obstacles are already faction terrain right like we already know what faction terrain does because of obstacles so you should know enough about terrain I just think what's weird is when dudes put stuff halfway up a, a hill or a, yeah like a tree it's just yeah. weird like... I think the other thing to remember is you are, and for anyone who came in late, the idea is to create a very simple casual pack that people can just pick up and play that removes like the unnecessary complexity of some of that stuff. So okay. I think that that's like the easy, like it's in, if it's like, well, does that unbalance this? Does that unbalance this? doesn't fucking matter. We're not talking about balance. We're talking about ease of access. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, okay, I think we've done good there. I think we've done good, personally. Um, uh, hello, uh, Twisted Tree. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, uh, so I think I think we've done okay. I, I think that that would be something nice and simple. There's quite a few members of the community who I've had inside my head as I've been talking about this who I think you would really love not having to remember a ton of shit. Like, you would just have the best time. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure maybe James, Nathan, Dan, you've all got people in your head who you can picture this being very useful for. Um, and it's, <laughs> am I, it's that no. myself. <laughs> <laughs> James is in his own head <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um, uh, right. Uh, <laughs> um, beer, beer, beer dragon says, "I'm still pissed from when I learned that smash the rubble." doesn't actually remove terrain from the board. Yeah, that is actually uh, genuinely a little bit <laughs> incongruous with what you might think. Mm. All right, cool. I'll, I'll write this up and then um, I'll, uh, we'll revisit it next week. As in, I'll just touch on it next week and I'll say, I've written yeah. it, it's out there, it's done. Here's a you link for you. Ahead. Yeah. yeah if I you mean, there it. is a, con- a contest of generals battle pack in the big rule book. Yes, there but, is. Yeah. But it is, yeah. I think your one will probably be better because that that one is limited. I think there's only three battle plans in there. Three general, whatever, the general battle tactics. But like we said, I think you just bin those off. But yeah, there is that option if people want. What it feels like to me is, you know, rugby sevens? 
you know, like if anyone's ever been to that, like uh, uh, where it's a big fun event and it's smaller teams, shorter games, and it's genuinely, it's like a party. It's just a lot of fun because people, it's still competitive. It's still all of that, but it's been designed around fast, furious, short, enjoyable games and things like that. And I'm not necessarily saying that this is going to cut game time down drastically, but without having to juggle so much mental capacity every single game, I think you'll find people who won't finish their last game on Sunday and rather than the majority of the tournament walking out looking like that they've just been put through a meat grinder, they'll walk out being like, that was fucking great. Yeah, I had an awesome time. Because you've taken the pressure off. I killed two kings. You're like, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, it was great fun. You're like, okay, good. Because people need that. Yeah, yeah you, you I think I think we talked about this a lot. Um, and, and instead of just saying, maybe this is a very complicated pack, which I think it definitely mm. is, providing a solution to the community so the community can have something that's worthwhile for themselves to play with if they decide to use it if they don't and it's just dead in the water it's a day's worth of work whatever like that's fine mm. like it's not important but that i think it's something valuable for the community and i really want to know what you three thought because you all bring something pretty unique mm. to the conversation so thanks I also oh another think... sorry carry what? on james you sure i was just gonna say just to finish off you i also think like if even if people are like, oh, I like playing the thing because I might go to an event. Like, if you've got a friend that you want to get in, or a friend that you're interested in teaching, like maybe this is an easy way to be like, here's some basics. Let's play ten games. Mm. Then we'll get then we'll get complicated. Yeah. Again, it's tutorial. It's base. Le- it's the thing that lets people enter a game. It's the reason that the the best MMOs are massive. And a lot of the the hyper competitive PvP ultra hardcore ones die off very quickly because if people don't want to play your game and if it's hard for them to engage past the tutorial, they will not stay. Yeah, that's fair. Nath, what do you, Nath, what you were gonna say? Uh, I, I was just gonna say there are other fun packs out there uh, as well that uh, like uh, I would also recommend the Bad Moon Cafe. Uh, pack that he put out for the Gets Only tournament where you could do all sorts of fun things if that's what you wanted but those make it more complicated but in a fun way sort of doing rock paper scissors for command points and stuff so yeah but uh, no this is definitely a great way if you want to just for people that just want to play casual games down the club maybe once a month Yeah. yeah 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 I agree all right, well, thank you, Nathan, James, Dan. Any shout-outs before we head out today? Uh, I'll shout-out everyone from the weekend, especially old Francois. Well, not really old, is he? But Francois mm-hmm. uh, for putting us all up at your place. Okay, yeah, perfect. Dan? <laughs> uh, I'll shout-out to a couple of members of the community, Nemesis and Cool Bunny, for making me drink an entire flamingo. Um an entire copper flamingo full of, I think it was Cosmopolitan. Oh, perfect. Mm. Uh, and yeah. Nathan? Uh, I'll shout out my shovel. <laughs> uh, to Nathan's shovel. To... <laughs> uh, I'm going to shout out intern Matt, uh, obviously Francois and Ollie uh, for the weekend, but I'm going to shout out intern Matt uh, for being my painting partner this week uh, as we got, both did a thousand point armies in two days. Mine looked lots better than uh, than his, but whatever. Well, um, some and, of them uh, chariots in Matt's army were chef's awful, kiss. 
awful looking uh, pink chariots that I've already resprayed. But um... <laughs> <laughs> thanks for all your help. Kind of yeah, thanks, for, right? thanks for all your help. Uh, yeah, but thanks very much. And thanks to everyone who tuned in live. Thanks to everyone listening to the podcast. Please do stay hydrated. And of course, thanks to everyone else who have a Patreon. Couldn't do it without you. You are all brilliant. Uh, tune in t- for the rest of the week. We're going to be bringing you loads more content. Check out our YouTube and podcast uh, for uh, all those other stuff. Click the bells and stuff so you can see what goes up. Because sometimes I'll just upload stuff and you won't even know. So <laughs> the only way to find out is to keep track. Yeah, I won't... <laughs> I won't call you, you call me. Thanks for listening to The Honest Wargamer. We'll see you soon. Goodbye.